0: Well, should we get started? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Dad bods and beards. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> that was I was wondering one. if we were going to do that.
1: <laughs> is this going to become a new thing?
0: It really is. And no one will know why we're doing it unless they've listened to some of the episodes. Hey everybody, this is Tyson. And Logan. And you're listening to Dad Bods of Beards Podcast. It's a show that gives you a fresh look on being a father, a husband, and honestly a man being in today's world.
1: For people who want to have a good time, laugh, and be uplifted, thanks for subscribing and listening. Now for the show.
0: So, uh, yeah, so you just got home from vacation, like a two-week-long vacation, and we haven't talked literally mm-hmm. until just now, so tell me about it.
1: Oh, dude, it was a freaking blast. I mean, we were gone Thursday through the following Sunday, so about a week and a half. So we, my my mother-in-law and her husband, uh, my father-in-law, my wife's stepdad, took us on a all-expense-paid trip to Hawaii to oahu i've never been before we stayed in like a marriott beach resort oh wow like the legit like high end and it was like the condo one so i had like a full kitchen laundry everything inside your room so it was like we had separate rooms with like a living room and a full kitchen and stuff so we went grocery shopping and it was like basically we lived in hawaii for a little over a week dude i kind of put my like diet and like stuff i still went to the gym i went to the gym in hawaii for a you. few times they have, they have a really nice gym in the resort, uh-huh. but I did not watch what I ate and I gained like six pounds. <laughs> 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 Dude, everything, everything is like all you can eat. Everything is all you can eat. We went to, we went to this place called the Polynesian Cultural Center where basically it's, it's, if you've never been there before, you don't know what it is on, on the, on Oahu. It's where you can you can kind of go and learn about all the different Pacific islands and all the different cultures. You know, like Samoan, Tongan, you know, Fiji, uh, New Zealand. Uh, what's the other one? Um, obviously Hawaii. Uh, I know I'm probably forgetting one or two, but anyways, we did that, and then there was an all you can eat buffet, and then we went to a luau at the resort, and it wasn't an all you can eat buffet, <laughs> and it was like <laughs> my wife's stepdad is like notorious for like if you go to if you go to their house and you eat, like, or, like, and you're hungry, like, it's your own fault, mm-hmm. like, there is he, is, he keeps everything stocked, so when we went to the store, me and him to, you know, go gro- grocery shopping for the week, dude did not hold back, we had enough food for two and a half weeks, so it was just, <laughs> you know, you know, it's grandpa, his grandkids are there, he's buying the Captain Crunch, a bunch of Oreos, and, like, you know, ice cream, and then all the, you know, we bought a ton of breakfast food, it was just, it was a really nice, relaxing ex- experience, I mean, Literally, we we would walk right out the right out right out the main entrance of the hotel, and it was a private beach.
0: That was way cool. That
1: we would just hang out on. And we went snorkeling in like this coral cove called Sharks Cove, and all these super tropical fish. And there was like sea turtles, and it's did you get a it's plastic like...
0: phobia there? no, I didn't.
1: <laughs> oh wait, actually, I did a little bit. <laughs> I did. I wouldn't go super deep in, in, in into the ocean like the beach that's right at our resort. I didn't really go past my chest in the water because I have the thalassophobia, not flaccid phobia, (laughs) just like the whole, like, I can't see what's beneath me in the water. But yeah, like it was, it was really cool. The kids loved it. We ate at a bunch of different local, like mom and pop places and dude, I mean, nobody even freaking speeds there. Like the freeways, everyone's just cruising. Like everyone's on Island time. Like it's just so low key and chill. It's, I
0: loved it. That's way cool.
1: Yeah, my and I'll, last thing I'll say is my five year old when we when we landed back in the Salt Lake Airport and we're sitting there on the curb waiting for my dad to come pick us up. Uh-huh. He my little five year old sits down, Elliot, and he goes, "That's just big old sigh." Mind you, we did we red eyed it like we we came in uh-huh. on a red eye like it was we landed at nine o'clock in the morning. It was bad, and he goes, "I just want to stay in Hawaii." <laughs> 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 well, I was super grateful to my my mother in law and father in law for for taking us there and just sharing that experience with us, and then just being able to relax and not having to worry about vacation expenses. I've never experienced that. That was that was awesome. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's super grateful, and that kind of plays into kind of what we're talking about today is Absolutely. gratitude because it's Turkey Week, and it's not just about food; it's also about being thankful, right?
0: Yeah, and food. I am excited to eat. <laughs> uh, the funeral potatoes i don't know everyone always makes fun of me outside of utah they're like what are funeral potatoes i'm like i know It's like a cheesy casserole
1: no now funeral potatoes are you do you are you like the full slices of potatoes or basically just like the cubes like the hash browns
0: oh no it's sliced you can't cube yeah, it so it's basically scalloped potato yeah. yeah it's weird it has to be sliced and then i think of, what is it uh cream of mushroom or cream of chicken and... cream, of, cream of chicken and cheese and cheese and then cornflakes on top of it however see the cornflakes is weird cornflakes is the utah it thing. is weird but i'm not gonna lie i once uh you know candace my wife she was like hey tyson go get cornflakes well it's a couple of nights before so that don't get sold out or anything so guess who didn't do that and so um at the day of thanksgiving because like where are the cornflakes i'm like i forgot them so i had to hurry and rush and i went to like three stores and everything every all the cornflakes are sold out all the generic cornflakes are sold out so anything. i had to use um frosted flakes i will never go back to probably regular flakes corn, frosted flakes going said say, that was probably flakes better <laughs> <laughs> i was like every year.
1: <laughs> yeah that's funny now see my favorite thanksgiving dish is I'm not a turkey guy. I don't really like turkey. I'll eat a turkey leg or I'll eat some of the dark meat. Obviously, everybody likes the dark meat. I salivate for a really good honey ham. Like I am a honey ham guy. Yeah. And and like the mashed potatoes. And I do I love the green bean casseroles. I hate cranberry sauce. I don't I do not like cranberry sauce.
0: I don't do cranberries either.
1: No. Stuffing. Oh my gosh. I would eat an entire bowl of stuffing. Just (laughs) Everyone's like, "Oh, you like moist bread? I'm like, bring it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, the best is a roll. I like a dinner roll with the um honey ham, like you're talking about, and the the funeral potatoes. Yeah, it is heaven. Yeah, I get emotional I love, thinking about it.
1: I love a good. <laughs> I love a good mashed potato and gravy or like even baked potatoes. and but to round it all out, dude, I I will eat pumpkin pie until I am sick, and I will eat it without whipped cream. That's how much I enjoy it.
0: I can't do pumpkin pie. I can't do pumpkin pie. pie. If it's It's, it's apple pie, apple crisp, anything apple, I'll eat it. Pumpkin.
1: There's hardly even, there's hardly actually even any pumpkin in the pumpkin pie. Yeah, It's mainly squash.
0: It's different. It's exactly. It's the texture. It's like mushrooms. I can't do mushrooms either. Yeah. You don't like mushrooms? I don't. It's the texture. The taste doesn't bother me. Like if you do a fried mushroom, I'll pop those in, but it's like the squids. I can't do calamari or anything like that. It's the texture.
1: Dude, I got my I got my seven year old to try calamari in in Hawaii. She didn't hate it. She liked the taste, but it was just like the chewiness that she didn't she didn't care for. Oh, texture thing. I will give you the okay. Do you like oysters and like mussels?
0: Um, clams. I'm just the clam chowder. Not no, really. I'm
1: not talking about like a cooked clam inside clam chowder. I'm talking like crack a shell, slurp it down.
0: No, heavens no.
1: Yeah. The funny thing is, is like my I, I'm pretty sure my dad doesn't like mushrooms. He's kind of like you. Mm-hmm. But I know he's eaten oysters or mussels or whatever. I could be completely wrong. Maybe he was having a conversation with a different person. And I'm like, you won't eat mushrooms, but you'll slurp a freaking sea booger down. Like, it's <laughs> like <Seriously, though. laughs> it's like a, like a freaking loogie inside of a shell. Like, a... <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Ugh,
0: so true, though. But it's gross.
1: Obviously, Thanksgiving isn't just about food. It's about Football. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, oh yeah, it's just any team I cheer for always loses every year. Yeah. I'm just kind well, of done with it, dude. 90- how do I lose fantasy football so easy? Like, like my team hasn't showed up for the past two weeks,
1: dude. I, uh I've been, I, ha- I haven't showed up for the last few weeks. I feel kind of bad because I committed to the league, and then I have kind of been in and out with work and vacation, and I just kind of like whatever, but. I really, I really tried this week. Like I, I dropped a couple guys. I added a couple guys. I set it all up, dude. I think I ended up with, I did a hundred. I did about hundred and thirty points.
0: I, I, I didn't do that, but I got
1: beat. I got beat by who? by, by hundred and thirty three. You been?
0: Yeah, I, uh, I got ninety. <laughs> I was uh, so the punishment did, for our league right this this week is they think it's hilarious. Is I have to roast someone. So they did the will, and it's like, oh. Someone put Tyson roast the lo- the loser, and I'm the loser, yeah. and I'm like, so am I just ragging on myself the whole time? Like, You're, what's going on?
1: Is it are we still having to do the whole we still have to chug
0: like a, a oh sprite yeah, you have like a whole, his... whole pack of sprite? Do I? That's funny.
1: Because <laughs> I had another zero this week. <laughs> oh, seriously. I tried. Yeah, he freaking um, what's his name? Gabe Davis on the Buffalo Bills. He went goose egg, man.
0: Garrett Wilson had yeah. point nine. Well, uh, I'm like, are you joking me?
1: Hey, that's still not a zero. Yeah, but I mean, I, ha- I have Brock Purdy. He did twenty six points. I have Dang. freaking uh, Saquon Barkley. He did freaking thirty points. Um, well, he's a giant. And then, yeah, and then and then Jamar Gibbs did twenty something points. I had these high scoring things. But I still got beat
0: because you had a zero. Anyways,
1: I know. Had I not had a zero, I'd have totally smashed him. But anyways. All joking aside, we've talked about food. We've talked about football. We've gotten those out of the way. Thanksgiving is about thankfulness. It's about gratitude. It's about just being aware of the things that you have in your life that you should be thankful for. You know, sometimes forget that you need to pay attention to when you're having some downtimes. Right? We've we've talked about gratitude a little bit before. And a little bit a little bit later on, some of you guys have, that are listening know Robert Michaelis, one of our buddies. I'd I'd have to say he has one of the best beards on social media, if not in the freaking country. Like, (laughs) oh, he is a huge, huge proponent of gratitude, like to the point where he, I mean, Tyson, I mean, I don't have to explain this to you, Tyson, but like, he is just like, he's almost addicted to gratitude in the best way possible. Like, he he cannot not be grateful for everything he has for what he's gone through. So I asked him for a little audio snippet. So we'll play that in a little bit, but uh, just about his. His feelings on gratitude. He's on the East Coast. He's over in Florida. I asked him to come on, but he he had he had to go to bed because he's. Well, super he goes routine. to bed at eight
0: thirty, but he gets yeah. up at like four or three. He's like
1: super routine, and we're recording at nine o'clock Mountain time. So yeah, <laughs> he's been he's <laughs> been asleep for like he's been asleep for like three hours easily. Easy, yeah. But, but yeah,
0: <laughs> no, the whole grateful thing. So our whole family, the past, I would say, two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. We and Candace and I have made a, a conscious effort to do things as a family, specifically dinner. And so we'll have dinner no matter what with everyone. Like everyone is there, uh, no phones, no TV, um, no electronics of any sort, and we're at the table. Sure. And then uh, we eat. And as we're eating, we go around and we call it highs, lows, and gratitudes. That's what we call it. And so every high lows and
1: gratitude. uh Uh-huh.
0: And so everyone has to go around and say, My high for today is this, my low today was this. And then I'm grateful for I'm gratitude for this. And so we all four all uh seven of us now. Because Isaac's how the house, we all of us will do that. And it's changed our, our family dynamic. I really do believe that because now we're spending quality time because all of a sudden it sure. doesn't matter what type of attitude we had at the moment. Now we're grateful and we show. And then if we had a particular low, that now we know what maybe something that brought our kids down, so we can talk about it. I'm like, oh, really? And, you know, and we'll actually talk. And so dinner that normally would take 10 minutes is now taking us an hour and a half to two hours. And all of us are really enjoying it. And then we play games like I'm going to a movie and I brought a dog. And then you have to ask these certain questions and uh, and uh, you start asking questions and you figure out what movie they're going to and what they're talking about. And and there's a lot of different games that we've been playing as a family, all because we're sitting down as a family and talking about the things we're grateful for. When you are grateful, it really does bring out a different I mean, it doesn't take away your stresses. It doesn't take away um, your your hard times and hardships. But what it does is gives you a different perspective, realizing that my life isn't as bad as I might think it is. So. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I love that, dude. Like, I love that for you guys. Because, I mean, you we talk about this all the time. You guys are at a different stage than me and my family because I still have just littles. Like, mm-hmm. my oldest is seven. She'll be eight in May. And then I only have two kids. And my youngest is five. So he's in kindergarten. So we, my wife tries to do that. She talks about like, what's the happy part of your day? What's the sad part of your day? Unfortunately, with my work schedule, I don't always make it home in time for dinner. You know, when the kids are getting hungry and stuff like that. But when we do get to sit down, my daughter, Olivia, she'll go, oh, are we having family dinner? And it's like, I love that that excites her that like, oh, mom and dad. And she like makes it a point of like, oh, we're having family dinner. We're all here. And I try to, on the weekends, we try to, I try to make up for it and do like big breakfasts on Saturday or Sunday. So I love that you've made that like a priority. And one thing you said, like no phones. I saw this thing on TikTok about phone etiquette when it comes to talking to somebody and like talking to, you know, whether it's a friend, a family member, a significant other, your own children, or you're sitting down for a meal. Like what's the first thing you do when you sit down? You you put your phone down on the table at the time, right? And then people will be like, oh, I don't want to be rude. And they just turn their phone screen down. But the distraction mm-hmm. is still there on the table. So I saw this thing about like just keep it in your pocket. Literally keep it in your pocket. Try that. So I've been trying to do that, especially going on vacation this last week, going out to dinner with my wife, going out to dinner with you know my in-laws and the kids. I've been trying I tried to keep my phone away, which you barely really <laughs> like nobody could really get a hold of me. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I I I loved it. Like I hardly touched my phone. I didn't post anything really on social media. And I, I realized I loved it. And then I became kind of grateful for the added, the added time I had without the distraction. I realized mm-hmm. like how much you miss out on like someone trying to talk to you. And and part of that came from a TikTok that I posted a couple of weeks back joking about how husbands have the attention span of, of a goldfish, of like how I think I look when my wife is talking to me. And it's like, oh, I'm staring her right in the eyes, paying a total attention. It's like versus reality. I'm like staring at my phone and I look up and go, what? I got a ton and, of uh, on that. Yeah,
0: one. so I mean, there's a lot of people who are not happy with that. I'm like, guys, it's a joke. Got, he doesn't mean it.
1: I got a ton. Well, but at the same time, like, it kind of gave me the perspective of, well, this is a real thing. Like, it is. It is. So I, I tried to, like, hey, maybe I can learn something from this. And so when my wife is talking to me, I try really hard to, like, look her straight in the eyes. Uh-huh. Not that it's hard to look at my wife. You've seen my wife. She's beautiful. I'm saying that, like, don't get distracted, look her in the eyes and hear what she's saying. And the same thing with other people. And so I'm kind of grateful in this moment that you'd said that because then it sparked these other just kind of remembering something that I'm working on right now of like my phone is a major distraction and yeah. it distracts me from my family, distracts me from my wife and kids. And so I'm kind of grateful in that moment for like the thing it's it's on the forefront of my mind of like, put it away, put it away, put it away, pay attention because I realized this last week, in, in on vacation like you experience so much more of the people that you're sharing your life with if you're paying attention
0: yeah so. especially your kid lydia came it up and i'm like really I love that idea yeah it was all with lydia and and uh i just absolutely loved it and so we were going with it and then we have a, a nighttime prayer as a family now and i love that and it's just uh it's really brought in a different type of atmosphere in our family it really has and uh, it's really, really mm-hmm. fun. And we all have our little areas that we sit and things that we talk about. And uh, it's just fun. And then all the kids start getting giggles and they're weird. And, and it's just fun. And uh, one Mm -hmm. thing I I told them today, my gratitude was uh, just family dinner and how we're doing this. And I'm grateful for the kids. And I love them. And all the kids are like, ah, I'm like, you shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, they're just making fun of me. But no, I love that, dude. That's so cool. And then they also can hear the things like, I'm human. I have something low. Like I told them today, I was like, guys, I had a hard time at work. I was really, really tired. And that was my low is, is work and not having the energy I felt like I needed to, to perform like I was supposed to. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, and I get to hear their lows, but it's, it's, it's really cool.
1: Well, you don't, when you, when you just said that, when you say, you know, you tell your kids, you love them, gives you you know, another opportunity to say that, that, that just kind of reminded me of an experience that I had today. I'm not trying to just like come up with things that I'm grateful for just to kind of fit the episode today so you, you and everyone else knows by now that I work with my brother. So we run this excavation company together and my dad stopped by. while our, we run the operation out of my brother's house. He has a big property with a shop on it and we have an office inside the shop. And my dad stopped by for something. My brother and I both happen to be there working on some stuff. And he stops by, takes care of a few things. And then we're all just kind of sitting there chatting. And my dad out of the blue says... You know, I don't say it a lot to you guys, but I say it to other people, but I want you both to know how proud I am of you guys. And we are, we are his only sons. So he has five daughters and then us two sons and me and my brother were right next to each other in line. And he just said, I just, I'm so proud of you guys. And I tell people all the time that I'm proud of my sons and what they do for work and, you know, and they yada, yada, yada. And so I won't go into all the details, but it was just kind of like, oh, like, Thanks dad. And like in the moment, because men sometimes are not the most like emotionally accepting (laughs) of things like that. I was like, Oh, thanks dad. And then he's like, yeah, I tell people all the time what you do, you know, and I'm super proud of him. And I was like, Oh, we play in the dirt for money. Like just kind of made a joke about it. But then I just had the thought of like, I should really text him and say, Hey, I, I appreciate you taking the time to say that dad, because even as a 33, almost 34 year old man, it's nice to hear my, you know, Sixty-plus-year-old father is still proud of me, so that was kind of a you. You kind of just struck a chord and made me remember that. Of like, I'm grateful for that because that stuck with me, and I've been thinking about it. Of like, I need to text him or call him and just reciprocate that back. Of like, thanks, Dad. Like that really means a lot because you know you know how hard it is out here sometimes trying. So,
0: well, you're uh, Dad. So when you were gone, I introduced um, from what did I what do I call my live that I do on Fridays Um, from stubble to style. So I started a new life. Yeah. I'm going to do it every Friday uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern, so 4 o'clock our time. And and then afterwards, I go straight to you, uh, Amazon, and I do a live there. Mm-hmm. And uh, your dad, you're not on here. You're on vacation, and he's still there just supporting me. And I'm like, he doesn't even know like i've never met him in person or anything he is like the most supportive kind-hearted um just fun person so i've really it's been fun asking uh, the whole group in the chat like hey what's up you know tell me this this and this and your dad's just throwing out music from old school like the 70s like he absolutely loved i'm like this is cool this guy's cool
1: he's a good dude I, i love my dad and he uh my dad shows up in different ways and i've always been thankful for this um two quick stories and then we'll, and then I want to share what Robert sent us. My dad, unless he was traveling for work and he could not avoid it, never missed a single one of my football games. I played all four years in high school to the to the point where he got severely rear-ended on the way home from work on Friday. Totaled the car and he was in a lot of pain and he was sitting in the stands until the game was over and then he then he went to the ER. <laughs> like that's just kind of, you know, how wow. I was growing up. And then I have a really, I have a really, really good friend. Um, One of my best friends growing up that doesn't have a great relationship with his dad, kind of had a really rough go with his dad. And he told me, you know, during just some, just some times in the past we were talking through some of his issues that he, he really loves my dad and really looks up to him. And he's always been like a, a father to him as well. So, That's, I know we've talked about my dad a few times on the podcast, but um, I've always been thankful for the example that that guy is to me. He, like all the rest of us, I'm sure he thinks that he's got shortcomings and he falls short here, here and here, but he tries. And when he does try, it's apparent. And I'm super grateful for that. So I love that you said that about him and he'll be, he'll be kind of tickled, you know, that, that you mentioned that. So.
0: Speaking of dads, my dad has always been there no matter what, as well. And I remember uh, Candace and I just barely got married and we're working uh, in Virginia. And uh, we decided, uh, we're, not we decided, we're going to school in Idaho. And so it's time to go back to school. And so Candace flew, and so did Isaac, because Isaac was like, and not a newborn, but maybe like one it was my last year in college and so i was just going to drive our car all the way across the country and just meet in idaho and and, and all that kind of stuff and uh, my dad flew out specifically just to come and he drove with me across the, and and things like that so sounds like your dad is a lot like my dad or my dad's a lot like your dad where they're just there to support oh, yeah. like i was on amazon live uh, last friday and he's there and my mom are just supporting yeah i think but, uh you know um, my whole point of the amazon live is actually get new customer base you know, and i think everyone was just my friends and family like you and then the rest of them are my family
1: so, it'll grow i mean it, yeah. it's, it's it's it was your first it was your first go right I mean, oh was, no really, i had fun awesome. I, this was um,
0: fun with just like some really good friends good times good times. i thought it
1: was cool it was just like you're you're just like and this is this and you're like a little vanna white you were like and then here's this and then here's this and <laughs> uh, or a big vanna white <laughs> but, sure, a, very, a very large vanna white <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh guess who uh decided to uh donate like i didn't do anything but they heard our podcast and guess who donated who the guy from california big Be- <laughs> beard gang
1: beard gang california yeah yeah, yeah. alberto
0: alberto he sent me uh... shirts he sent me hats um, All that kind of stuff that for the silent auction. And I thought, how cool is that? You know, Robertina, you know, Robertina, yeah. she's donating some stuff mm-hmm. and uh, you, I don't know if you know Andy or not, but Andy's going to be distributing some stuff. He does all the fulfillment for Copper John's and uh, for all the big orders. And he's going to be donating some gift cards and stuff like that for a silent auction. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So hopefully we get a little bit more because my goal is about 10. Yeah.
1: So no, I've got a few that I'm working on. Um, yeah, but just a refresher for anybody that's listening, um, we're, we've got a we've got a charity beard competition that we're doing December 2nd at the barbershop, uh, Copper John's Barbershop. So if you're here in Utah and you're listening or even you're local or you want to just kind of remotely donate, things like that, all the proceeds are going to I Got Your 622, which is a full nonprofit that goes for providing service dogs to veterans and first responders that deal with PTSD and other... Mental and emotional issues. It's such a freaking cool charity. We just did an episode, what two weeks ago, with yeah. Brian. Such a cool experience, and it kind of, kind of leaking back into what we were talking about today. Super, super grateful for the opportunity to meet him and get paired up with him because you and I had been talking about trying to find someone or an organization like that. So it just kind of plopped into or into your lap, and so that's worked out really well. And I know you know Brian's expressed his gratitude too of just kind of getting paired up with us, and I really think it'll be a good thing going forward um i kind of wanted to get back i know this, this this never works out with me and you we always start talking about something next thing you know like my dad's pretty cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, <yeah. laughs> um, but i kind of wanted to get back on the gratitude train real quick because that's what we were talking about um i wanted to play i wanted to play robert's audio he sent me like a three and a half minute audio if you guys know robert he is he is turned up to 11 all the time and he is infectious. Mm-hmm. Like the guy I, to this day we'd say we need to bring him on and, and have him talk about his life story. We're going to edit this out a little bit just for the sake that we, our podcast is rated clean towards the end of the audio. he, he it's uses Robert. some. It's Robert. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's, I love him to death. I don't have a problem with it, but for the sake of our podcast platform and what our ratings are, we're going to, you know, kind of post-production, we're going to have to edit some stuff out for the actual audio that you'll listen to. But um, bear with me. The audio is probably not going to be great coming straight from my computer right now.
2: But um, here we go. Logan, Tyson, Dad, Bods and Beards Podcast. So Logan reached out today and he goes, I know it's way past your, your bedtime, sweetheart. But uh, if you would uh, drop a little a little voice recording of what gratitude means to you because it's so strong on your platform, which it is on all my social medias. Um, And it just bleeds uh, through my everyday life and I use it every day. So I share it because it works. It's changed my life, it saves my life and it continues to do both of those things. Every single day I wake up, I call it the wake up list and then I go through my gratitude list. It's what I'm thankful for, it's what I'm grateful for. Gratitude is magic. Gratitude changes everything. Gratitude turns what you have into enough. And I'm not talking this hippy dippy dancing around drum circle gratitude. I'm talking real gratitude. Grateful for the, for the small things because, because in the end, later in life, you're going to realize those are, the, those are the big things. They were the big things. And I've, I've had the ability to notice this and see this And it's all through gratitude, man. I wake up in the morning, like I said, the wake-up list. I I make a gratitude list. What I'm grateful for, it could be the small things. Like I said, it could be the big things. Some are big. I'm grateful for my family, my health. I'm grateful for social media, this platform, um, so I can bring awareness to what works because it does. You got to be grateful every day. Uh, If you go through anxiety, if you go through depression, gratitude helps these things. Once you realize what what you have, you know, the things the things you take for granted, somebody is praying for and you got to be grateful for those things. Food, water. Some guy takes out your garbage out of your house every day. You set it at the end of the road, you pick it up, it disappears. You don't think about it anymore. Those are things to be grateful for. Your health. You're healthy. You know when you get sick, you think real quick, "Oh man, I wish I wasn't sick and I took for granted all those days that I wasn't sick." It can be as small as a canker sore in your mouth. You know, when you get a canker sore and you think all those times, man, I was taken for granted when I didn't have a canker sore. It is that small, but it's so big because gratitude will change your life. If you implement it every day, if you get in a stressful situation, an anxious situation, a depressed situation, you start rattling off things to be grateful for, man, it helps. I'm not saying it cures everything. For me, for me, 99.9% of the time it does. I mix it with exercise, that's a big one. But gratitude is the building blocks, Gratitude's the cement, the foundation. There's not a day that goes by I don't say what I'm grateful for, I don't tell somebody that I'm grateful for them, I don't mention it, I don't make a video about it, I don't ask somebody every single day for the past eight, nine years, and my life has just went up because of it. Um, but it's all been good. I have bad days, we all have bad days, but gratitude helps. Gratitude is magic, Logan Tyson. I'm grateful you guys gave me this platform. I don't know what you're gonna use. I'm grateful for both of you. I'm grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful we met, and I'm just grateful, man. I am truly, truly grateful. Be great today, guys. Go to bed. It's been late, bro. We got shit to do. Let's go. <laughs> I love
0: that guy. Like, I'm sorry. He <laughs> goes and repeats like 30 times.
1: <laughs> they just Yeah. <laughs> so I might, I might have to keep that and just find a way to like bleep it. Cause it just like, I just adds to it. It's just that, I mean, that's, that is Robert. Uh-huh. And I love him for that. But dude. I, like I said, I, I just, that guy is so infectious. Like I've, I've followed him on social media for a couple of years and, And then when I got the opportunity to actually meet him in Vegas this last summer, when we did the convention, I mean, we just, we all clicked. Like Mm -hmm. it was just like, he lights up the room and like Matt is such an infectious personality. Like I'm, I'm super grateful for this, this kind of bearded friends group that we've created because of, because of you and to the fact where I can text somebody who's a fairly big creator and influencer on, on social media and be like, bro, can you give me a, f- a little snippet for our podcast? Because I think it would be super helpful. And he's like, boom, within an hour. And he's like, I am so grateful for the opportunity that you've given me to share my feelings on gratitude. Like he was like super willing and like thankful that I asked him. So it's just, it's a it, gratitude can be infectious. Now I'm not going to act like it's the perfect answer to everything because I don't have the same experience as Robert does. Like I I try, I try really hard to be grateful all the time. I can't say, I have it ingrained in me to the same level that he does. I would love to, but but I'm still working towards that. But I know that that might be easier said than done for some people who are going through hard stuff, which is we always like to touch on recognizing that people go through stuff, right? We talk about Mm -hmm. that all the time, but I wanted to ask you having, having heard that now, and this might be, rhetorical question. I Tyson, I I do want you to answer. (laughs) So keep that in mind, but for everybody listening, this could be a rhetorical question. And this is kind of the, the angle that I wanted to take with this week's episode was what is it that you take for granted that you with a different perspective feel like you can be thankful for or have gratitude towards?
0: The things that I feel like I've taken advantage of is my family. Um, and the time I've had with them, um, Meaning, uh, I've received, you know how you have your Google Drive and all this, and, and or Dropbox, or, or, or iCloud, or wherever you put your f- pictures. Google, I use Google, and Google sometimes send you out um, old pictures from five years, six, seven years ago. And I got <laughs> one during uh, Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, um, that's this week, uh, Halloween of the all when all my kids were about i don't know seven years ago when they're all smaller they're all trick-or-treating even isaac was here doing trick-or-treating and uh it hurt um it hurt because it goes so fast and it made me just remember because sometimes you need to get kicked in the butt and just remember that um this time is fleeting and so i have to always remember that take this moment uh and be with your kids and so I uh I have definitely feel like sometimes I take it not not taking advantage, but overlook the here and now with my kids and my wife rather than hey, you know, I'm working so hard on Copper Johns right now. Uh, you know, I can't be spend time with you instead. Now I'm more spending time with them and then I'm doing this late. Am I tired? Absolutely, but I feel like mm-hmm. I'm more present for my kids and I've really enjoyed them. And what was the second part? How has or how can
1: gratitude help? change your life for the better
0: yeah but then i guess around halloween is when we started doing the highs lows and gratitudes and sitting with our family and doing all this and now we go see movies as a family and like seriously like we're doing a lot of things as, as a family now and uh i think being grateful and realizing that uh this moment is fleeting we'll never get this moment again with our kids or with each other me and candace that we're taking advantage of and being grateful for what we have together right now. And it has changed our whole family dynamic and uh, it makes us want to serve others too. I've noticed that uh, we're more serving. So we're serving to each other, but we're also like wanting to help family members or people that we see. Um, So I've noticed that too. So being grateful helps us changes our family dynamic, but also wants to serve others. And so, being grateful it does change your change your whole outlook in life. Does, like I said, and what he said, it doesn't change that you're what you're going through, but it makes it a lot easier. And being able to cope and, and go through the things that you're going yeah. through, even if uh, it's hard, because we have so much to be grateful for.
1: No, I like that, and I know it's at times that's easier said than done, right? Oh, like, it's so it's much easier said like, than done.
0: We
1: we've all had those moments where we feel like the roof is caving in nothing's going right. Everything's going wrong. And it's just so much, it seems like in the moment, so much easier to be pessimistic, so much easier to be, not even pessimistic. I feel like that's like too harsh of a word. Like you just, you're like existing. You're like, you're dumb. You're just, you're just moving through, going through the motions. And I know that like some people, gratitude comes super easy to them. It just comes naturally. And then there's people like Robert who, have made it a part of their life through major discipline to where now it comes very naturally to him. Cause mm-hmm. I know he's talked about a time in his life where he was the exact opposite. So I'm trying to kind of follow Robert's example. And I know, you know, I, I've, I know there's a few books and other creators and, and, you know, influencers stuff that he follows that kind of subscribe to that same gratitude and, and this thing that Robert, you talked about. He talked about his wake up list. So that's one challenge that I want to give everybody is is to try for a week, for two weeks, or as long as you can cognitively remember it. I have an alarm on my phone that that reminds me. The wake-up list is before you do anything else, right when you wake up, as soon as your eyes are open and you are cognitively aware that you're awake, talk about three, like tell yourself, whether in your head or, or, or even audibly, three to five things that you are legitimately grateful for and Robert does this it's called the wake up list. He shares his wake up lists quite a bit like on his social media. I know you've seen him Tyson. And I mean there is something as as simple as, you know, he's he's thankful for having a car to drive to work. He's thankful for having a job. He's thankful for, you know, having food to eat. And and I mean it can be super super basic, it can be super grandiose. I mean there was times in my life where I was so dark and down that I I it naturally came to me Almost in a negative fashion of like to get myself through the day, I remember telling myself like I'm still here when I didn't want to be. I look back and take those moments for granted a little bit and I'm grateful that I'm still here. So I know it's not this this fix-all you know, drug for everybody, but I know that it can be super effective and super life-changing when you – I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I, I had an experience – uh, 12, 13 years ago, I was in, I was, I was a really negative, angry teenager and I was away from home. Um, you know, I was on a, I was on a mission trip for my church and I wanted to come home. I was super, I was super pessimistic. And I remember emailing my dad, telling him that I'm done. I want to give up. I'm tired of this and all these things that I hated and I didn't like. And he left it up to me to make my decision, what I was going to do but kind of the sage advice that he gave me was you can walk into the room and you can find a hundred things wrong with the room, or you can find a hundred things right with the room. And depending on how you look at it is, is going to have a direct effect on how you view that room going forward. hundred percent. While there still might be defects in the room, gratitude doesn't cover them up, but you don't see them. They're not as prominent because you're looking at the beauty of the room. You're looking at the, you know, you're looking at the decorations. You're looking at the form and the function of the room. You're looking at you know, just all the positives about it. So gratitude doesn't make the negatives go away. It doesn't make the depressive, you know, things about a situation go away, but it heightens the positive things. And we've talked about this before, dude. Like just people who are perpetually negative, it's hard to be around them. So like, I'm trying to be a more positive person. I'm trying to be a more grateful person. I'm trying to be a more, you know, source of light for people in my life.
0: You're doing it. I'm trying.
1: Yeah. You, you, we're talking about talking about examples i know we've talked i don't touch on this a lot with you but like you are a major example for me in my life and we're going to get a little touchy feely here for a second but like i'm super grateful for our friendship because i look at where where i was a year and a half ago before i met you versus all of the things that I now have on my plate because of you, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, but
1: no, but I, but I mean, it's not just I'm just grateful for the fact that I have a very healthy beard now because of you. But I, but we've talked about this before about having true friendship, even as an adult, you know, as a father, as a husband, and and just the positive influence that you are on me and my family and just everyone that you come in contact with. And helping create this platform with me that we can try to be a voice for change and positivity and help and hope for people. So I'm super. Well, grateful I feel the for same way with you, and man. For you,
0: no, yeah. but uh, I feel the same way. I'm I'm very blessed that Candice. It's always how do how do I put this? I think you need to have a healthy marriage. You need to have a healthy relationship with your wife and your children. But I think everyone needs that friend that's outside of the marriage and outside of you know that you can just be yourself and be friends and and uh you're that for me so i appreciate that i haven't had that for a very very long time so it's really cool i had a really close friend in high school and uh we're still great great friends it's just unfortunate that he lives in he lived in germany for three years with his wife at the air force then he went to alaska for three or four years then he went to washington for three or four years and now he's in florida and so it's just like you know, you're, yeah. when you see each other, it's like nothing ever changed, but you never see each other. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, 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 yeah, but it's you and him. And I'm like, this is weird. Just kind of like your, your high school friend that you grew up with. And
1: well, that's what I was going to say is you and I have, you know, a, a friendship where we're, we're in constant contact because of just the crossover we do. And, and just um, with social media and the podcast and just other, you know, just in general, just being friends. And then I have my best friend since we were four. Thankfully, he lives here in Utah now, too, even though we both grew up in California. Mm -hmm. And he and I just went to lunch three weeks ago. And we hadn't seen each other probably in a few months. And it was like, boom, we're talking about, like, we're just talking about everything. I mean, it was like, we didn't skip a beat. We've been friends literally for 30 years. Like, holy crap. 30 years. That's That's cool. But he I would say he and you are the only two people I can say are are like my best friends. They're I mean just and and on different levels. Like he and he and I go all the way back. We have all the nostalgia, all the growing up, all of that friendship and then you and I have all of these relatable, you know, life events and situations and just other stuff. So I'm grateful for friendship. I'm grateful for just without a doubt I I don't say this enough and this will probably kind of end it where I'm going to be able to talk because I might get emotional because of my battle with bipolar. I cannot express my gratitude for my wife. She is the only reason I'm still breathing because there was plenty of moments where I didn't want to anymore. That, that woman has been literally the only person standing behind me in some of the darkest times of my life where I had people Turn on me. I had situations flip upside down and even she had every right to walk away. Literally, not just figuratively. She, she stuck by me and fought through and she still continues to fight through and put up with a lot. (laughs) But I am insanely grateful for my wife, Chelsea, anybody that knows her. I I say this all the time. If you have a problem with her, you are 100% the problem because she is the sweetest kindest most tender-hearted genuine people that i know so i know we've talked about a lot of things that we're grateful for that's where my gratitude starts and stops is that's what my wake-up list is you know waking up next to her and my go to bed list is going to bed next to her because she's she's everything for me and i'm insanely grateful for that woman that's awesome But I hope that anybody that's listening to this episode, obviously we have a lot of listeners that are outside of the United States. And I know that Thanksgiving is a United States holiday and there is a Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, But gratitude and thankfulness is a universal topic. It doesn't have to just be around a holiday. So my challenge, like I said, just kind of reiterate it to everybody is to try for at least the next week or two, when you wake up, set an alarm, you know, title it, wake up list, whatever. Try to make an active cognitive attempt at telling yourself what you're thankful for and what you're grateful for because it does make a difference. Um, I'm grateful that everybody freaking listens to us talk and ramble, mm-hmm. <laughs> but.
0: Well, my mama always said that when she was on her <laughs> dying bed, she said, hey, son, look at that rainbow. And every time you see that rainbow, that's me giving you a hug. I'll build you a rainbow way up in the sky. (laughs) Dude, your your mom is alive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so grateful for my mama. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Where's that from? I don't know. Some old church video.
1: (laughs) Oh, I thought you were making that up on the spot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i well i i it's a, it's generalized i have no idea what it was like 20 30 40 years ago but
1: it was it's funny Is now whenever i see a rainbow i'm just gonna think about you going
0: maybe you see a rainbow it's gonna be me <laughs> me just smiling down on you from heaven but no uh i am I, I would say definitely um i tell candace every day how grateful i am for her and how much i love her and and uh, that's something that her and I are very specific about. Um, but I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for my kids. I'm, I'm grateful for the values that my parents uh, instilled in me. And, and uh, there's just so many people. I'm grateful for my family and my kids my brothers and sister and, and uh, all the support and love. Dude, I'm just grateful. Like, uh, it, it's gotten to the point where there's a lot of times where I'm like, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude. Um, sure. especially like like right now just uh, with it being so close to Black Friday and, and customers um, who have become friends and just how kind and just grateful for them and it's just all that kind of stuff it's just, it's, it's just sometimes it gets overwhelming and I'm like sometimes I'll get I'm so tired I don't want to do this right now and then I remember mm-hmm. why I'm doing it and how grateful these guys are and it just makes me even more grateful for them so there's a lot I'm not emotional like that, but Candace has been my best friend for a long, you know what I mean? Like she's, uh, literally every time we go to bed, she'll tickle my back. I never asked her. She just does it. And, uh, <laughs> it's, I love it. It's my favorite thing. So I'll try not to go to sleep. If she's in the restroom, washing her face, getting ready for the night, I'll just be like waiting and sitting up so I don't fall asleep. So she'll still tickle my back. Cause I just know she'll, <laughs> she'll do it. Oh, You're just God, like tomorrow. a little kid. <laughs> I'm. <am. laughs> Oh, she's great to me. She's so, good.
1: she's so good. No, your wife is your wife is awesome. So everything aside, everything we talked about, like I said, the challenge I want I want you guys to try to wake up this week this week. If you don't already, go follow Robert Michaelis on Instagram, you know, TikTok or whatever. He will literally he will be the pick me up that you need every morning. And he'll also be a source of reminding you that you need to work out because he posts his workouts at like four AM
0: every day it's true
1: but this week going forward try to find things that you're legitimately grateful for and I promise you it will it will help I'm not going to promise you it's going to change everything because it doesn't just change overnight but I promise you a positive grateful outlook will positively impact your life so I am grateful for all of you I know Tyson is grateful for all of you and uh, for all you Americans go eat some freaking turkey
0: and all of you who aren't Go eat some freaking turkey. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. It means the world to us. If you have a chance, please give us a five star review as well as write something a little purdy in there so that we know that you know that we know that you care. Anyway, have a great day, <laughs> get I can <do> <laughs> you know I like that. You get to redo it without laughing.
2: That was good.